Hi, this is Prophet Terry. Come experience the new you. Thank you for listening to this podcast. Salt shaking Christians. You know the Christians that like to use salt. They like the blood of Jesus, but they like some salt in their blood, you know. Now, if you are a salt worshiper, just smile a little bit and you won't be exposed. But, but I don't know, I, I was having this joyful thought in the Lord. Salt. You know, where do you get that salt from? Where did the salt ministry come from? Lot's wife, but but the ministry of salt, you know, salt under the bed, around the bed, all those things. Now, I just, I was having this joyful thought in the Lord, salt. So I got to think about, it. okay, if you take salt and you taste salt, then you, your face kind of, right? So sometimes when people's faces like that, it's, it's not a demon, it's salt. You know, we like to be, well, not, we don't, we don't strive to be different, but do things different. I think we're going to become the, the pepper-sniffing Christians. Because salt, when you take salt, it just bitters your face. But pepper, them demons be sneezing. It'd be easier to find them. I don't have to go around looking for a bad face. They just be sneezing. Ah. So instead of putting salt around your bed, try pepper. Try, try, try some black pepper. Hmm? Because otherwise, one of them demons gonna crawl up in the bed with you with a, a bad face. But if you put pepper, they'll crawl up in the bed with you sneezing. And it might wake you up. And see, so y'all think I'm talking stupidness this morning, but you know how much salt and olive oil has been spent instead of believing in the Jesus himself? salt. You eat salt. You, you salt your food. You, you, you eat salt. You handle salt. So what makes you think this salt is damaging to demons? Ooh, salt. <laughs> Who come up with that salt? Ooh. We eat it? You know, it might make our blood get a little high, but it don't, you know. So at the most, you just got a bunch of demons running in your house with high blood pressure. <laughs> Killing me softly with your soft... 
I mean, you're handling it, but somehow or another you think this is dangerous to demons? Now, there's another thing to think about with the salt shaking. I'm going to just add pepper sniffing because I really think that'd be better. Uh, uh, And and, uh, the all wiping Christians. (laughs) Salt shaking, pepper sniffing, all wiping Christians. We just ain't got around to the pepper sniffing yet. You see, <laughs> this type of ministry, this, this, you know, we got to put water in there too, you know. Uh, so some people put water at the four corners of your property. But I have some properties a hexagon. What, what do I do there with, how do I get it to the four corners? That's a serious question. Supposedly you're supposed to put these things at the four corners. But what if your property is kind of, you know. <laughs> which corners you put it at? <laughs> but this, this salt shaking, pepper sniffing, all wiping. Water spraying. not the five-fold, it's the f- four-corner. <laughs> but this only works. I, w- I want you to try something. The next time you feel possessed, right? Just put some salt on you. Huh? Put it at the four corners, doesn't it? <laughs> Here, there, I get. Uh, so this this whole type of ministry is focused on one thing: that your problem is outside of you. Mm. So you go in your house providing you have a square house and you put things in the four corners and you put all these (laughs) you put all this stuff in your house but the devil is in you so I'm sure your neighbors appreciate <laughs> so you worried about demons so you're putting things in the four corners of your house and then you go inside and you stay there all night on behalf of all your neighbors they thank you 
the devil is bound. Did it ever occur to you while you're sitting out these four corners of salt or whatever, you know, ever occur to you that the demon is just right there with you? Oh boy. I got you tonight. It's going to be nice because you're already seasoned. We could go into many, 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 many per, uh, parameters that, that we go into to be religious rather than believe that belief in Jesus works. There's a demon there. Hear it growling. That's Matthias. He growls when he wants something. So if you hear some growling, don't get scared. Is this the baby in the back? Paranoia can make you think a lot of things, you know. You in a spirit-filled church and you hear growling like that? They'll have you laced in oil before you have time to do anything. They not rubbed you down in olive oil. Can you growl? Growl. Growl. Can you growl? No, you ain't gonna growl for me. Growl. Don't let him eat that plastic. But all of these things we do is under the assumption that the problem is not us. The problem is not us. So here we are. It's our flesh that's acting up. And here we are. We're putting salt in our hands. You're not even growling. <laughs> I mean, if the salt start to burn my hand and, and take the skin off. I say, all right, this might work on demons. But no, we eat this stuff. But everything we do is to blame something other than our flesh. The scripture says, those who belong to Christ Jesus have crucified the sinful nature King James says flesh have crucified the flesh as King James he got deeper voice than NIV with its passions and desires so it's your flesh that has all these desires and all these passions and all these wants it's your flesh that wakes up in the middle of the night and won't let you sleep I want a man I want a house. <laughs> it's your flesh, you know. Won't let you go to sleep. You done got salt in four corners. It's your flesh that won't let you sleep. I, 
not your ancestral grandma. She is trying to sleep the everlasting sleep. But you keep sending witch doctors and prophets and soothsayers. I mean, the woman been dead 128 years and you still blaming her? No, it's your, it's your flesh. It's your flesh that makes you do what you don't want to do. Huh? It's your flesh that shows up to work late and get fired. <laughs> it's your flesh that made you open your mouth up and talk back. It's your flesh that made you fight with the policeman. Yes, Lord. It's your flesh that made you curse out the doctor. Huh? And it's your flesh that says, I'm so lonely. I'm so lonely. I need a man. I need a woman. It's your flesh. Huh? It's not your children's father. It's your flesh. Give me five. Okay, don't let him play cricket because he totally missed my hand. He missed my hand and hit your face. Pray for him. Give me five. Give me five. Give me five. Give me four. Three. Two. <laughs> Can't make no deal with him. <laughs> it's your flesh that's making all this craziness happen. You know, when you when you're at school or you're at work, and, and and them two hands go up. You know, you know, you, you know when, when you're in that environment, and them two hands go up. Not to praise the Lord, you know. They go up and they say, I can't stand it no more. <laughs> Where's the salt? <laughs> I can't stand it no more. That's your flesh talking. Huh? Because you was in church with the same two hands Sunday, and you was praising the Lord. Now you, I can't stand it no more. It's a flesh. Huh? It's not the mermaid spe spirit from Africa. These are all things we do to blame everything but our flesh. It's in our nature to blame everything. There's two dramas in life. Now Satan is known as the accuser. The accuser. Depends on where you're from. Nigeria is accuser. Uh, Trinidad, accuser. <laughs> accuser. Uh, so he, he is known that it's his nature. 
But he does it from our flesh and our neighbor's flesh. Right? So there's two aspects of this. A, we still think we're buddies with our flesh and so we accuse everybody else. We accuse the devil. We accuse everybody else. We even accuse God. Or it has come to a place that we just begin to accuse ourselves that we are no good. Begin to act like Judas. But it's the same devil. And he's in your flesh. And remember, there'd be no devil in the world if Adam and Eve hadn't let him in the world. And there'd be no devil in your life if you didn't let him in the flesh. Hmm? Otherwise, it'd just be hmm, some bad odor passing by. Have no power. But see, we do these things because the flesh never wants to admit that it is the problem. Hmm? It's got you doing stupid things. Sometimes it gets you seeing things that ain't real. Huh? You think somebody after your man, ain't nobody after your man, you ain't even after your man. But now you think you're the James Bond lady. You, you. The flesh got you all stupid. But at the same time, yeah, CSI. At the same time, you're posting. Flesh got you doing stupid things. Flesh got you going down old roads you shouldn't even go down. When you gonna realize there's nothing good in your past? Huh? If you trust in Jesus, you got hope. But there's nothing back there in your old life. Yes, go psychiatrist once, cry it out. Don't keep going back. They just make you, they just make you cry all the time. Some people just want you to cry. It's just flesh. You, you, gotta, you, gotta, you can't go back there. But it's your flesh. Your flesh wants to go back and fix something. Your flesh always trying to fix something. Flesh always trying to fix this. But the flesh will do everything. In its positive state, it will do everything but accept blame. Accept hmm? blame. Huh? We overweight. You have a gluttony spirit. And we church people help with that stupidness. Oh, you have a gluttony spirit. That's why you're overweight. You're overweight because you eat too much. You're overweight because your flesh likes to eat. <laughs> well, maybe there is a gluttony spirit, but your flesh is evidently pretty good bodies with it. I don't mean to eat a whole bucket of chicken. 
Bible says what I want to do, I don't do. But what I don't want to do, that's what I do. Therefore, it's no longer I who does it, but it's sin living in me. In that old sinful nature, in that, that flesh, it's, it's just got a mind of its own. And if you ever give your flesh a little slide, it wants more. Huh? Try giving your flesh one potato chip. Oh, no, it acts up like a big baby after that. Well, I want two. I want three. Before long, I'll eat a whole pack. Then wants to get up in the middle of the night and go get some more. There's no end to the stupidity of the passions and the desires of the flesh because the flesh is saying, the Lord is coming one day and we're not going into heaven, so i got to have all the fun I can have right now. And that's why you up at 3 o'clock in the morning on your little gadget. And you That's why your hand's so busy. The flesh knows the end's coming. That's why you can't sleep at night. Huh? You can't sleep at night. So you leave the TV on. You found out salt don't work. So if you leave the TV on, the devil think you got company, so he won't come. Uh, the devil think you got company, he won't come. Uh, oh, we can't stop here. They got company. That's your flesh. Driving you nutty. That flesh is like an animal. It just, and it gets weird because it tries to fix everything. It tries to fix everything by blaming everything because it is never at fault. Now, once we get close to hell, we get one foot in, in the fire down there. Then we get to a place where we blame ourselves for everything. Huh? Yes? I've seen people so paranoid, you know, they, they think that they uh, caused the war in Ukraine. they never been to Tobago. But they think they caused the war in... The flesh has these fantastical imaginations and sometimes the flesh can't tell the truth. It, it don't know the truth between reality and fantasy. It's, it's just, it's out there. But in its natural state, until it's been beaten up and just blames itself for everything, it will never accept the blame. And if it does something wrong, it is a creature of law. If it does something wrong, it will not apologize. It will not yes. repent. Even if it does something wrong, it will go and try to fix it. That's why sometimes you see abusive men and, and they'll go to the women and they say, I, now listen, I'm sorry, I put you in the hospital. I brought you some flowers. What? <laughs> 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 I'm sorry I put you in the hospital, but I brought you some flowers. You like going too nice? Uh, I can't see them. My eyes are swollen. Honey, I, I'm sorry. It'll never happen again. But you know, you, you really made me do it. <laughs> you, you made me do it. Uh, 
Why does it make you pull your hair out, you know? That's the one. <laughs> it blame everything on something else. Now, so we come into the house of the Lord. Jesus is our Savior. But we can't handle the responsibility that we have made some mistakes in our life. We made a lot of bad decisions in our life. Yes? Right? I just thank God I wasn't born in the era of media. The cow might have saw me do it, but nobody else saw me. And the cow has promised not to speak about it. So it's not good. But this day of media, uh, oh no, you got to be good. But the flesh wants, don't want to take no responsibility. It wants to blame everything. But see, that's the same thing as the world. So we come in. And so what we do in church, listen, I'm not saying evil doesn't exist. It exists, but we blow it out of proportion. I'm not saying we don't need deliverances, but we blow it out of proportion. And we take it to a place where we think that we're always needing this deliverance. And, and maybe we do need a deliverance, but sometimes you just need to be delivered from you. I'm not sure how to do that. I mean, we could duct tape it and put you in a storage room for a while. <laughs> but work might get to missing you. I don't know. We have any room left back there? Oh. Sometimes we need a deliverance from ourselves, you know. Uh, if I can get away from me, I'm a happy person. Granted, sometimes, you know, granted, sometimes people can influence us. And, and yes, sometimes generational spirits exist, but they only exist because you believe in them. And the more you think about it, the more power you give to that. Uh, the more you think about negativeness, the more power there is. The more you believe in what God said, you, said to you, the more that will manifest in your life. So we come into the church and so we, we, we walk down these roads of generational spirits. Everything is generational spirit. Even the doctors. Huh? You go to a doctor, they don't take your temperature anymore. They say, what are some of the symptoms of your family? <laughs> huh? Anybody got diabetes? Anybody got this? Anybody got that? Anybody got that? Before they even check you out. I want to say, would you like to go to the cemetery? Well, I'll show you over there. <laughs> but it's too late to help them, doctor. They did. They, 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 they did. You can't fix them. So we go down this road. And then we go down to this road of looking out our window. We think it's the neighbor's jealousy. Now, what disease do you have? Let's just say the neighbor is jealous of you. But what disease do you have when you always think the neighbor is jealous of you? 
and, and, and the neighbors, they've migrated three months ago. <laughs> you, you're always thinking. And listen, church people are the worst at this. Huh? You don't hear heathens going around talking about generational curses or somebody jealous of me or somebody's spirit got on me. That's why I did it. That's why I ate all the chips. It was Nisha. Because she loves chips. Hmm? You love chips, don't you? You like chips? Yes, I do. Yes? Spirit told me that. Actually, the Spirit of the Lord says you love chips. You don't see heathens doing this stuff. What? Some of us Christians, we look weird. Got salt in our purse. Olive oil. Got a cross. And thanks to my humor now, you're going to have a pepper shaker in there. I was going to do that this morning. I was going to give me a pepper shaker and see if there's any demons in here. I was just going <laughs> to... Come out in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Somebody hear me this morning. Do not be offended. We are a house, right? We are a house that casts out spirit. We are a house that deals with spirits, right? So... Don't think for a second, I'm not saying sometimes that doesn't exist. But think about it. We're a ministry that we have dealt in deliverances and, 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 and generational things. And yes, some of those things are true if you give power to them. Yes? If you saw your mama walking around in her underwear a lot when you was a child, you probably think your lust came from her. Well, you learn how to lust from her because parents shouldn't walk around in their underwear in front of their children. Maybe sometimes you just put too much thought on that. Huh? Yes? Sometimes put too much thought on that. I am 60, what, five years old, right? I must have been, I don't know, four, five, six. I saw my mother naked and I ain't got over it yet. I'm still trying to figure out what in the did I see <laughs> I just got up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom and hear my mother and she had no clothes on cause her and my daddy I don't know what they're doing in there but it scared me I didn't sleep the whole night <laughs> 65 years later I'm still trying to figure out what oh. And I'm thinking, now this is what that looks like, but I don't know, that didn't look like this. I don't know what I saw. <laughs> you can drive yourself crazy trying to figure out what was in your past. <laughs> right? 
rather than deal with you. Crucify the flesh. Huh? It says if you live to please the flesh, you will die. But if you live for God. And that doesn't mean that doesn't mean you can't be blessed. That doesn't mean you have joy. That doesn't mean you become a Christian and looking to see if I got a demon in them one time. That doesn't mean you have don't have nice cars and houses. But it means you're not living for that. You're living for God. You're living for love. You're living to love people. You're living to live life. Because you know that's going to be over with one day. But see, that flesh is greedy. Not just, not just your flesh. Everybody's flesh. It's, you ever seen a dog eat? That dog don't chew. That's why you got to spit it up. Because after he swallows it and puts it down, he figures won't nobody eat it after that, so then he spits it up and chews it. <laughs> you ever seen a dog eat? Hello, we are animals. Right? And some of you almost eat like that at the table. Because I've seen some of you eat. You, you got your head down. You, you're not built up a fortress walls around it, you know. And if there's somebody that has tendencies to get on your plate, you... <laughs> that's, that's the nature. But what I want you to see about the nature of your flesh is it will blame everybody. It will find a fault. It's like... And, and somebody will say, well, but you must be perfect. No, I'm not perfect. I have mistakes, but you don't ever tell us what your mistakes are. All of your problems, all of your problems, all the problems, the salt can't cure. Huh? Did you know salt was a curing agent? Hmm? A, a lot of meat, there's two ways. Like, like if you got ham, which is pig, and you cure it, you cure it with salt or sugar. Right? All your problems that you just can't seem to get rid of because you're blaming somebody else. Wow. It comes down to you. You don't want to crucify your flesh. You're, you're greedy. Jealous, quarrelsome flesh. It's in all of us. Some of us gives it a little more freedom than others. But it's there. Yes? That thing to save our neck. That thing that wants to lie to defend itself. You give in to that enough, you find yourself lying just because you like it. Oh, I'm good at this. I ain't good at nothing else, but I can lie. Huh? Says your flesh. It's not your ancestors. It's you. It's in your life. It's not in their life. It's in your life. Huh? Yes. You could get all the great ministers. Even get those specialists of marine spirits. Huh? Those, those ma ma marine preachers, you know. The marine preachers. You got land preachers and marine preachers. And, uh -uh. Hmm? 
I got too close to somebody. <laughs> you could get, you could get, <laughs> you could get all of them around you. You could get all of them around you. I got more You could get all of them around you and cast out all your generational spirits. Cast out all your family spirits. Cast out all your work spirits. Cast out every spirit they got next to you. You know them Pharisees, they go to a market, they're going to come back, they're going to wash their hands because they might got a demon on them. Hmm? They washed everything. Jesus said, you're always washing the outside of the cup, but you don't wash the inside. Hmm? You could do all of that and you still have your problem because your problem is your flesh. Now here's the awesome thing about realizing Satan is a Satan, but he's in your flesh. This is the awesome thing about it. Paul says, it's no longer I who does it, but it's sin living in me. And Paul would say, you know, we, we have to crucify the old self and all its desires and all its passions. Uh, we live in an era where we want the prophet and we want the man of God and the woman of God to cast our devil out. But we don't want to crucify the flesh. We want to keep that. But guess what? Your body is the temple of the Antichrist. Well, it can be the temple of God. But Thessalonians tells us that the man of sin will set himself up in the temple, in your body, proclaiming itself to be God. And wonder what the Antichrist would sound like if he was in control of your body. Huh? It's her fault. Hmm? It's your sister's fault. They get all the height. It's their problem. And there's no short men available. It's their fault. <laughs> what would the Antichrist be like inside of you? Would he ever admit that he did something wrong? Would he ever admit that he made a mistake or she, in case it's Lucifer? <laughs> no. Do you realize sometimes we have some of the traits of the Antichrist? When we think it's everybody else's fault. Hmm? The whole house is at peace. All of work was at peace until you came. And then everybody decided to attack you. And what do you say? You say, you say, it's because I'm anointed by God. 
It's, you're not getting persecuted because you're anointed by God. Yes, sometimes you get persecuted when you're anointed by God. But the biggest reason you're getting persecuted is because you're mean. You mean everybody at work is so ungodly that when your holy presence walks through the door they just want to attack you? Do you realize that when you read the Bible it was not the common people that wanted to kill Jesus? What does that mean? It was not the heathen at the workplace that wanted to kill Jesus. Jesus is his number one enemy was religion and the Pharisee. Huh? Were you sneaking like that for? You do something wrong? Stand up and give me that napkin. Stand up. Give me that napkin. Thank you so much, Diane. That was very thoughtful. crawling up there on all your fours. Get me scared. Look at her. She's still doing it. Somebody go get me some pepper. <laughs> like, how you gonna block the fact that the prophet has a runny nose? Caleb, can you cut all of that out of the uh, video? <laughs> I would ask you to stand up so I could wipe my nose and nobody see it, but you, you can stand in a chair and it might block it. Right. It's, it's everybody else's fault. It's the world's fault. Huh? Yeah, let's go back to Jesus. When, when he walked among regular people, nobody trying to kill him? Huh? Is it possible that we just over-milk that scripture? And say, because we are a Christian, we will be persecuted. Jesus says, yes, if you follow me, you will be persecuted. But he didn't say who you'd be persecuted by. You know who you're going to be persecuted by? The salt shaking. The pepper. Pepper what? Sniffing. The all wiping. That's who you're going to be persecuted by. But some of you go to work happy. You, you, don't, you don't speak to people. They don't like me. <laughs> Hello. I don't like you, but I'm your pastor. I have to like you. <laughs> Are you going to work? Hmm. I'm a Christian. I'm a Christian. You're holy now. You can even wipe your nose in church. Am I telling the truth? Yes. And then you don't know why people don't like you. They're persecuting me. If Christianity makes you an unfriendly and an unnice person, you need to go back being a devil. 
if your salvation and your growth in God doesn't make you a nicer person, a more forgiving person, a more understanding person, you stand to the truth, but you don't, you don't throw the, you know, you don't throw the baby out with the diaper. If walking with God doesn't make you a nicer person, we miss something. And you know why we don't become a nicer person? We don't become a nicer person because we do not deal with ourselves. We deal with the neighbor. Thanks to you now, your neighbor is a holy person. Because you dealt with all his devils. But you yourself don't grow. Why don't you grow? Because you don't deal with you. Are you a devil? No. But, but your flesh partners up with Satan. And you give away to your flesh. And because you don't deal with that, one of the fruits of the Spirit is self-control. Because you don't exercise that self-control, because you don't think you need self-control. I don't need self-control. I'm, I'm water baptized. Everybody else needs self-control. Huh? And if I go off, it's just because you're a heathen. So you never deal with you. And then you've been sitting in church 10 years, 15 years, and you don't see no growth in your life. Hmm? Now some may say, well, I'm not no better off financially. Listen, you can sit in church till you die. You ain't going to be no better off financially. You're not going to be no better financially until you believe that the Lord will even bless you if you are salt shaking, pepper sniffing, all wiping, Christian. My God is good every day regardless of whether or not if I'm good. My God blesses me whether I'm good or not. I see the evidence of his blessing. I'm not saying I don't try. I'm just saying, you know, I try. <laughs> yes, with all my heart, I tried to come out here and act holy and not walk with a tissue. Because I don't want nobody to know that the prophet of the Lord has a runny nose. They might feel like I ain't got no power left. Just. Mm. Yes, I have a runny nose. I don't know where it come from. She publicized it every, all over the place. Come up there on all her fours and, and did the despicable. No, it ain't no, it ain't no napkin. That's a, that's a, a napkin from the cafe. It's rough. It's not soft. You know I like bounty. What? No, what is it? What's that tissue that's soft? Kleenex. Huh? Kleenex. Yeah, but you know, cloud. You know that. You you got a Kleenex? Yes, I do. Can I have one? I just not respected it. Thank you so much. Give that back to Diane. Ooh. Hmm. Well, I feel like I'm in heaven. Mm, that's nice. That's so Sophia. Hey. Hey, how about that? 
Sunat lah By your own evil desires You're dragged Y'all want to see that again? Come, come, come. One more time. Come, come, come. One more time. Uh, this is from this morning, but it's backed by a popular demand. By your own evil desires, you are drugged away. The Lord is not tempting you. It is by your own evil desires that you are drugged away and enticed. When you deal with your own evil desires, when you crucify the flesh, crucify it. In the name of Jesus, crucify the flesh. Hello, you starting to like this too much. I'm a married man. You know. I'm married. From, I'm married from head to toe. I thought the people wanted me to do this. I started to think you like this. We rebuke the flesh. I'm trying to let you go. There you go. You want to escort? Let me take you back. Hey, it's her fault. She touched me first. You want to feel my tissue? It's nice. It's soft. It reminds me of your face. I'm so glad he saved me (laughs) or saving me. gonna grow we're not gonna grow unless some things pop up and we deal with it we're not gonna grow unless we get around some angry people yes and we don't throw a a, a fat with them Uh, we're not gonna grow unless we have some things in our life and the Lord don't just put those in there to make you grow but somehow or another you just find yourself in those things and it's not that you and it's not that you've got to grow spiritually just by bad experiences. You can grow just by listening and receiving from God. Just like you can become a blessed person just by believing. God said He's gonna bless me. Amen. He didn't say I had to be like Mother Teresa. Or Father Teresa. He didn't say I had to be like that. He said He's gonna bless me. And God is faithful to His Word. I might say, but Lord, I'm going to give my life to you. And God says, I'm going to bless you. And then I say, I'm going to give my life to you. Listen, God's promise is not based upon my accuracy to do what I said I would do. As long as I believe that God is better than me, then I'll be blessed better than me. And by the way, who is me? Me is the flesh. You know, some of us don't believe we deserve better because we're not sure if we'd be faithful to God. 
Hmm? No. We've been conditioned to say, well, maybe, maybe I don't have more money because I wouldn't be faithful to God. Maybe I don't have, you know, a husband or a wife. I, I wouldn't be faithful. I'd just start thinking about my home. And, or, or maybe if I get a new car, I wouldn't be faithful to God. I'd be wanting to drive on, on Sundays. You know, so in that, in that same light, our own flesh is denying us the blessings of God. Yes, yes, yes. Huh? Yes. It's your flesh that's standing in your way at every point, at every corner. And as we seek to be more like God, we can't be more like God if we don't change ourselves. And if we don't realize, no, nah, there's nothing good in me. Paul says there's nothing good in me, in my sinful nature. That There's nothing good that's in me. Hmm? Who shall save me from this wretched man that I am? Because I see all kinds of worms crawling around inside of me. Huh? that doctors, Mr. Spiritual, can't take out. Why? Because these things is common to the flesh. But if I get out of the flesh, yes, I'm okay. The thing is, to live by the Spirit, as Paul always speaks. Live by the Spirit. Don't gratify the desires of that flesh. Live by the Spirit. See, if you live by the Spirit, you'll repent. But if you don't live by the Spirit, and you're a Christian, but you don't live by the Spirit, you will never repent. You will always be saying, I forgive you. I forgive you. I forgive you. There's something wrong when you, your I forgive you's don't balance up with I repent. Huh? Because the flesh is always in. Well, sometimes it says, I ain't going to forgive you. But it, it says, I forgive you. The flesh will never acknowledge that it did wrong. That's why it can't enter heaven. Flesh can't enter heaven because it's smelly. All that B.O. in heaven, you know. Flesh can't enter because of B.O. Flesh can't enter because it will never acknowledge its wrongs. Flesh will never say, I wish I had listened to you. Hmm. Flesh will never say, now this is what I want. God's not against your dreams. You're just going in the wrong direction. Huh? You want a kitty cat, but you're playing with a lion. Huh? God is not against you. But your flesh don't want to hear. So guess what? When your flesh gets broken and you got a grandma that used to go to church or does go to church, you start to think, okay, let me go to church. That'll fix it. But the church falls prey to this thing, the same thing. Oh, you got a spirit. We need to get that spirit out of you. Now, if you have so many demons in your body, doesn't it make sense just to take you out of the body? You have a legion of demons inside of you, right? Now, I could sit here for the next 12 hours and take out your legion of demons. Or I could just get you out of the flesh and... You ain't got no more demon problems. Anybody hear me? When you live in Jesus, you ain't got no more flesh problems. Huh? 
when you live in Jesus. But you know what the next verse here says, right after this one? Well, the last verse. It says, but don't get conceited. See, when it says crucify the flesh, that means don't take pride in it. Because sometimes, you know, as, as Christians, we think we're good. We think our flesh can't make no more mistakes. Your flesh will make mistakes as long as your flesh is breathing. It says don't get conceited. And don't start provoking other people. Huh? With all your goodness. Right? Or don't let your freedom cause other people to fall. Your flesh is your number one enemy. And as far as the devil outside, yes, he may reign in the flesh of other people, but it's your responses. It's, it's, it's your attitude. You have to learn to deal with you that you can become a better person. And isn't that why we beat up on ourselves as Christians? We beat up on ourselves. We almost, you know, some of us, when we get saved, as soon as you get saved and dunked in the water, I should shoot you. Because for some of you, that's as close to God as you ever going to be in earth. And if you can handle the message, that's why some people die soon after they get saved. Because we have this tendency to go backwards. Because we start to think, okay, I'm a good person. Everything's supposed to be good now. I'm not supposed to lie no more. I'm not supposed to lust no more. And then when you do it, you start to beat up on yourself. And after a while, you don't feel like God cares anything about you because you couldn't walk in that saving grace. So you're worse off in life. You've gone back to the old creature. Listen, Jesus knows you're going to struggle in your flesh, but the key is to come out of the flesh. Yes, Jesus knows your flesh couldn't smile if you waved a thousand dollars in front of it. Hmm? Yes, you ever seen people and, and they have this up down smile all the time? They ain't say it. You tell them to smile. I am smiling. <laughs> oh, yes, you are. Y'all didn't get that. That was funny. Wasn't it funny? You know, they got an up, down, that's fine, right? If you ever see anybody like that, and you know, they just aggravate you. Maybe somebody at work. Maybe your mama, whoever. They got this smile. Maybe it's an auntie. You know how they are. They always look like they're down, you know? Just watch it like this. They're always smiling. No, they're always smiling. They look at you happy today, Grandma? Hmm? <laughs> we're not going to grow. And we're not going to grow in faith. We're still going to be doing some stupidness. Yes? Huh? Listen, when you get saved and water baptized... It probably will not take away your taste for red-skinned men. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Whatever other color skin you like. Because <laughs> huh? it's your flesh. It's been programmed. 
God is greater than that. God is so great. He can look right through your stupid flesh and see you. Through all the silly things you do. Sometimes the Lord is watching you in heaven. He says, oh Lord, why did they do that? I trying to bless them. Why did they do that? Why did they say that? Huh? That's not a halo on the angels up there. That's them moving their hands up like it. They really don't have wings, you know. Angels don't have wings. They just see us do stupid things and they just do it. So they're doing it so fast because there's so many of us. It looks like they got wings. And some of y'all got real angels flying around your house. <laughs> Listen, in spite of your flesh, some of our flesh have weaknesses. And yes, sometimes it might have been handed down. They have weaknesses, but God is greater than that. And if God says he's going to bless your life, he's going to bless your life. Right? He's going to bless your life. Even if you still can't speak good, he's going to bless your life. But you've got to believe that. That comes by faith. But the flesh, you know what the flesh says? I want to earn it. I want to be worthy of it. Because it don't feel good to have a blessing that you're not worthy of. Because if I give you something you're not worthy of, then, then I'm probably going to be having to praise you all the time. The flesh, it don't want to take nothing that it didn't earn. Huh? Yes? Your flesh, it don't want to marry somebody that God has. You want to capture it with your powers. So you can say, I got a man. <laughs> yes? Peter didn't catch no fish. God said, fish on the other side. And after they did that, Jesus already caught fish. He was frying them up. See, when you stop, when you stop defending this old flesh, stop protecting this old flesh and expose it to God so that He can help you with your weaknesses in your flesh. Right? So he can come in and work with you. I'm not saying evil is not real. I'm not saying it's outside. I'm saying, but sometimes it's inside and salt shaking. Pepper sniffing. Oh, wiping. Besides, you never do that to yourself. Well, some of you anoint yourself with the oil, right? And still don't cast out that flesh. I learned something a long time ago. I had to learn this. Otherwise, I'd embarrass myself. Sometimes when you cast out spirits, sometimes the flesh wants the spirit. And you won't be able to cast that spirit out. Hmm. I've seen people bring people, carrying them in to me. They possessed. I remember one person that came in carrying them in. They possessed. Hmm? So I said, all right, let me pray for them. I grabbed their arm. 
I had some long fingernails. I cut my fingers, stuck it down in their flesh. They come out of it. Because <laughs> it's flesh. Sometimes children act possessed. They, they give way to it. The demon tells them how to act. It's, it's kind of like acting school. The devil tells you how to act. So you give in to it. You moan, you groan, you do those things. Sometimes it's not real. When it is real, it's real. And if you let God train you, you will know the difference when people really have demons and when it's just their flesh acting up. And you will know it when people's flesh is acting up and they're acting all mad. The reason they're acting mad is the same reason Nebuchadnezzar acted mad because he wouldn't accept the fact that heaven rules. The flesh wants to rule. The flesh wants to fix it. The flesh wants to do it. And that's why some of us ain't blessed is because the flesh is saying, no, I can do it, I can do it, I can do it. I can do it. Just hold on. It's going to get better. Your flesh ever told you that? It's going to get better? Your flesh ever told you it's going to get better and it didn't get better? That wasn't God lying to you. That's your flesh lying to you. Huh? That's this stuff right here lying to you. It says, now just hold on. Somebody say, you need prayer? No. But you're going through something. Nah, it's going to get better. I got faith. It's going to get better. I pray. I pray to my God. Uh -huh. <laughs> God flesh. Uh, and it don't get no better. And it's not God's fault. Hmm? Hmm? Sometimes even your flesh will pray to God. Hmm? Your flesh is praying to God. It says, Lord, heal me. Sometimes your old flesh laying hands on itself. Got the power, I got the anointing. But there's, a, there's, a, there's this thing you've got to watch out for in spirituality and with spiritual churches. When you get to the place that you think you've got the anointing and you don't need Jesus to step into the room, there's something going on. That's flesh thinking it can do it. This flesh will deceive you. This flesh will talk you out of getting prayer. This flesh will talk you out of taking counsel. This flesh will talk you out of it. It says, no, things are going to get better. I got faith. I got faith. But the truth is, you need to get out of your flesh. And sometimes maybe your sin is not that great. It's just your flesh is in the way. Your flesh won't let you see God. After all, it's on the outside, right? Your flesh is on the outside. Sometimes your flesh won't let you see God. It's standing in the way. It won't let you talk to God. Huh? Sometimes you feel to cry out to God and get down on your knees and say, Lord, I need you to do something. And your flesh says, well, the prophet said, or the pastor said, you don't have to get on your knees to pray now. Beside, my knees hurt. I get older, my knees hurt. Huh? Your flesh ever talk you out of praying? Huh? Flesh ever talk you out of praying? You ever been praying? Your flesh reminds you of something? Yes. Your flesh got fleshly connection. Somebody calls you. Huh? Huh? All these things, all these things is not God doing something to you. It's no big demon flying over your house. It's no mermaid spirit. Huh? Ain't no mermaid spirit. No, it, it, it's your flesh. And the Bible says crucify. So 
Here's how we're going to conclude. How do I crucify my flesh? To crucify the flesh is very easy. Hmm? It's easy because of the cross, because of the blood of Jesus. It's very easy. Right? This morning we talked about the yeast of the Pharisees that, you know, just a little yeast works through the whole batch. And if we know anything about cooking, we know that it don't take much yeast, you know. You have a big pan of bread, but just a little yeast. Without that yeast, <laughs> you just got a little bit of bread in there. You put some yeast in there, yeast is like a miracle. So, whoa! Uh, you make some little bread there, you ain't got enough feed to three or four people. Put some yeast in there, hello, we got enough for a party. You put that towel over it and it just swells. It gets bigger. See? Jesus warned the disciples about the yeast of the Pharisees, about that pride, about the flesh, thinking that it's somebody. But see, here's how you crucify the flesh. When Jesus says, I am with you, you don't need a big revelation. You just need a revelation. You don't need a big word. You just need one word from the Lord. And you believe that word. And so it becomes like yeast. It spreads. And you don't sit there and look at it. You cover it up. You receive it. Lord, I receive your word. I receive your word. And that word just begins to grow inside of you. Huh? Yes. Yeah. Hmm? It grows inside of you. Let's see. You two right here. One, two. Boom, 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 boom. Mm -hmm. See. <laughs> you have so many mixed emotions. So when the word comes, you can't make it happen. Right? It just happens. Right? It just happens. This week, somebody's going to take you out to lunch. Somebody you didn't expect, they're going to take you out to lunch. Right? And you're going to have a wonderful conversation. Right? Look like they're going to pay for the meal. They might bless you a little bit this week. Right? Right? If it happens, you've got to testify. Right? So I'm speaking that word into you right now right you can't make it happen don't go calling people say would you like to take me out to lunch and pay for it <laughs> see it's based upon you receiving the word because you had a place in your life where you, you don't think people care about you much true see see the spirit of the Lord knows all things but the Lord is going to show you that's not true all you got to do is receive the word you can sit and say, I don't know how this is going to happen. You may say, I done chased off all my friends or I ain't got no friends or whatever. Hmm? It don't matter. The Lord knows all that. Because I spoke accurate to you. That's the way you feel. Right? So if you'll listen to the rest of it, just receive that word. It will manifest. You may even forget about it. This is the thing. Faith, you don't have to recite it hourly or daily if you believe you don't have to recite anybody understand anybody ever try to have faith and you just keep reciting it anybody ever get a prophecy and you just keep repeating it to yourself uh -huh. you know got your alarm clocks set for every hour and when it goes off you repeat the prophecy no 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 if you believe you believe 
And that's going to kickstart your life. Huh? Yeah. You know, sometimes old life should end so that new life sh yes. can begin. Hmm? Yes, this ain't the end of days. This is the beginning of days. Amen. This ain't the ancients of days. This is not about your old life coming. Your old life is passing. And then, so how do we get old? You can't get old if you believe the Bible. Never grow old in a land. Never grow old. Now we think that's up there. It could be down here. Life never grows old. Huh? Life never grows old. So this week, you're going driving this week. <laughs> but you're not going to do no drifting. You're just going to go driving. Huh? And you asked the Lord, you told the Lord you want to go driving. Yes, because you just got your license. Oh, you ain't picked it up yet. When you picking it up? Huh? When you pay for it. When you going to pay for it? You're going to pay for it tomorrow. Can you receive that? Huh? Now, automatically, she went through all the people she thinks she knows. She already knows her mama's mother's probably broke and she ain't going back. So, that's what flesh does. What are you believing? Why are you believing that? See, her flesh is talking as I. Why are you believing that? You ain't got no money? Who, who you know that's got that kind of money? What? Who you know? You can't sleep with nobody? Who you know? <laughs> You're a Christian now. <laughs> no, the flesh is stupid. Because I heard her thoughts. She's the, but she received it. See how happy she got? She received it. But I was hearing those thoughts, and it's those thoughts that cancel out the blessing and the promise of God. Huh? Yes? You don't have it. It's not your responsibility. God said he'd do it. You believe God can do it? All right. Yes? Listen. Once you, once you allow God to scare you. See, the flesh don't like to be told you're going to do something. Mm. Flesh don't like to be told you're going to drive a new car this week. Because mm? flesh trying to figure out how it's going to do it. Because if I don't do it, I'm going to look bad. Your flesh will rebel against the Holy Spirit. Right? Not only against speaking in tongues. It'll rebel against prophecy. It'll rebel about the feeling, the joy of the Lord. In the beginning it might take it, but after a while it, it begins to reject it because it, it don't know how to make it happen when it wants it to happen. Huh? And so the flesh, it, it doesn't like I don't like prophetic people because prophetic people always come up and tell you to do things you can't do. 
Huh? You ever notice pretty fatty people? They say, God can do it. God can do it. That's true. Eh, sometimes that's just an excuse that some Christians, some people don't, some Christians don't believe that. They just say that so you don't want to ask them for no money or don't, or, you know, you sick or something like that. And they say, but God can heal you. They just don't love you. Ain't got the time to talk to you. Sometimes that's what it is. But the truth is, God can do it. But your flesh don't like to hear that. Your flesh don't want to hear that. Huh? Flesh don't want to hear that. The flesh don't want the challenge of believing because it feels responsible. And if it doesn't happen, it's going to feel embarrassed. What are you going to feel embarrassed about? God has to feel embarrassed. What are you going to feel embarrassed if God says he can do it? So you see, it's, a, it's your flesh that's fighting against what God says you can do. Hmm? Yes. Josanne, you would like to ride on a merry-go-round with your new husband. Tell me it's not true. You've had that thought. Prophet, my um, prophecies about Disney World. I was hoping that oh it is inclusive with him here. Yeah. Okay. Aww, well, it could be Trinidad and y'all just get dizzy. Yes, <laughs> And if you're loving me, you're probably already halfway there, you know. Just... See, when you're in love, you can get in one of them old rickety, uh, uh, what do you call them things? Ferris wheels. Like a blah, 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 blah. Because you're in love, you know, you feel like you're in the clouds. Amen. But I had that thought. Yeah. You had that thought, right? It's going to end up in Disney World. But we may have to do something to get you to start believing in that direction. Amen. And the truth is, it can be anywhere. But Disney is coming. Right. But I, I see this something. I don't know. Do they still have those things locally? Yeah. 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 Uh -huh. All right. Yeah. Don't try to make it happen now. Amen. Right? But God can do these things. Huh? See that? Hmm? If you just believe, God is nicer than you feel. See, some of you got a $5 attitude right now. You think you're worth $5. You think you're worth $5. Hmm? You think if you get blessed, probably $5. $5. Hmm? $5. Uh, did you ask the Lord for $1,000? Yes. You did? Yes. That's true? Yes. Testify. You met with the Lord, the Lord today. I asked the Lord for a thousand dollars. For one thousand dollars. All right. Now, if I heard that and God said, speak that, that means you're going to get it. Amen. Hmm? I receive it. Can I, can I also tell you another thought you had? Yes. All right. You saw your daughter getting blessed with money. Yes. And it stirred you up. Amen. Is that true? So... It's true. If it's good for the offspring, it's good for the... Yes. 
Amen. Amen. It's yours. <laughs> Amen. Huh? And don't say it's a long time coming. Right? See, we, we don't... See, we get so caught up with the flesh and the flesh telling us what we're worth and, and the flesh telling us what we can expect in church today. The flesh tell you, well, go to church, ain't nothing going to happen to me today. The flesh can say, but you can go to church and you know you can pray, maybe it do a little good, but it ain't going to do a lot of good. See, your flesh discourages you in the belief of God. The only time your flesh is quiet is when it's dead broke and it ain't got no money. And it ain't had its favorite food in a while. Sometimes it just sits in church and be quiet. But most times your flesh has got something to say. Yes? Your flesh got something to say about my jokes, my sense of humor, the things I laugh at that you don't get. Those are kind of all kinds of theology your flesh is thinking about. All kinds of things. Your flesh is thinking about something your grandma said about God a long time ago. And all of that. Your flesh is an enemy of God. And guess what? It's an enemy of you. But you should be arrested because, what do you call that? What do you call that when uh, somebody breaks out of prison and you put them in your house and hide them? Um, um, ain't no house arrest. Huh? Harboring our future, dude. Uh, harboring our future. See, some of you, you, you harbor your enemy. You're in your house. You got salt around your bed. Mm -hmm. You got them put all you wiped all on everything, and thanks to me today, you're gonna go. You're gonna go and put some pepper in the air. House arrest. House arrest. House arrest. Oh, I saw something when she said house arrest. House arrest. Mm hmm. tell you what I saw? Yes. Probably not. Feel this tissue. This is nice stuff here, Diane. <laughs> feel it. Don't that feel good? It's so bad. Aren't you ashamed you brought me that old <laughs> dish rag of a thing? Huh? My nose still raw, raw where I, I forgive you, Diane. You're probably the cause of my runny nose anyway. Somebody wake up this morning and laugh a little bit. Realize that you're just blaming everybody under the sun rather than saying your old stinking flesh stinks. Huh? Rather than saying, Lord, I want a new body. Huh? Huh? Come on, you've got to believe that God knows the body you're in. He knows what kind of lustful thing you've made out of it. He knows how it's, it's destructive. But God knows you live in it and he loves you. And guess what? He wants to live in your body. And if you let him come inside... 
you become a new creature and your flesh is no longer control of you but you got to walk with the spirit right got to go where he tells you to go i don't mean there's some not some nice things coming in your life nice things come in yes nice things come in This lady right here, she doesn't really believe that somebody could just walk up and give her a thousand dollars. True. That don't happen often, does it? You believe somebody could do that? Have you ever seen anybody do that? See. Yes? She said, no. Because you're not used to it. But what if it's always been there? But our flesh says we don't deserve it. Huh? Our flesh says you're not good enough. Your flesh is still punishing you for things that nobody even knows you did. Huh? Something you did a long time ago. Yes. Yes. When you had more hormones than brain cells. Something you did a long time ago. <laughs> Nobody else knows about what they do. They don't know about your nastiness. Huh? But your flesh is still holding that against you. You know what that's called? That's called a conscience. Your conscience is constantly weighing you. Your conscience is worse than the stock market. It's constantly telling you your value. You did this. So your stocks went down. Oh, that was kind of nice. They went up a little bit. And you let your flesh do that to you. Rather than let God bless you. Because you move to a place, you move to a mental state where you understand how I feel about myself today ain't got nothing to do with God's delivery system. got nothing to do with God's delivery system, Mary. <laughs> nothing to do with God's delivery system. Amen. Huh? Amen. Yes. You would like to have a car with real soft seats. Oh. Soft seats oh. is your thing. Am I telling you the truth? Yes. Huh? <laughs> the car you got now, the seats ain't that soft. No. When you go drifting, you go, <laughs> right? You know, when you get older and you go drifting, like, oh, you start to think it's your head. Yeah. Is that true? God knows your car seats. Huh? He knows your car seats. God knows everything about you. Huh? Yes. God knows when you'd like to be just locked up with your boyfriend for, for, for a few weeks just to be under house arrest. Um, <laughs> but then I saw Daniel in the lion's den. I wonder which one's the lions. <laughs> huh? 
who do you think is the lion? I'm still trying to interpret if she's the lion or the, the, the lion. Are you threatening me in front of all these people? Oh, 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 I thought somebody was threatening me. Because I'm going to speak something. See, you don't feel like you're worthy of that. You don't feel like you could ever receive that. Am I telling the truth? Huh? Yes? You got the outside of the dishwasher, but not the inside. Huh? So, so I didn't expose you. I just speak it out. That's that's probably ooh, that's a lot of people's vision in here. Yes, but maybe it could happen godly, you know, after you're married, and the lions are not single. <laughs> but do we think we're worthy to have that? First thing is, it shouldn't have nothing to do with worthiness. Hmm? Tosanne still can't believe she's married. Hmm? Hey, hey, what's your last name? What's your last name? What's your last name? What, what's, your, what's your last name? Feel this tissue. This is nice. Yes. Mm. Isn't that nice? Yes. That's going to be the love that you and your wife have. Oh. In the old, in the aging of your life. Amen. Uh, this is going to be soft and nice. Huh? You're going to have fun together. Amen. Realize God didn't make no mistakes. Uh, don't go places. Uh, get those kids up and out of the house and y'all just be traveling places. Uh, 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 I, I, see, I see you and your wife in this, kind of like a speedboat, but it's kind of a big boat. It's a big boat. You can walk around on it. I see, I see y'all on this boat. Mm. Mm. You like water? Love it. You love the water? I, I told him to, um, last year I told him to buy a boat. Wow. Oh, the, you, well, I was, I, was, I was trying to, I was almost going to tell him to buy a boat. <laughs> that, that, you won't even buy a boat. Yeah. Oh, you like water. You like the water ski? You going to water ski? Behind the boat? <laughs> Maybe tie one of them floats behind the boat? <laughs> you like fishing? Love it. Uh -huh. I've never done, I never did it, but I love it. Look at you stand up. Stand up. Uh, so you, you never fished? Not yet. That's not true. I'm in heavy lights on fish. I don't know what kind of fish you call, but you call one. See, many years ago, Janelle was in ministry. She was in class, right? 
And one day I told her, I said, the Lord says he's going to make you a fisherman of men. <laughs> Next thing you know, she had a man. <laughs> Lord, do this boat thing. Amen. Amen. Hmm? Soft like this. That's nice. Amen. Thank you, Lord. All right. You, you can sit down. Yes, you can touch. You wanted to touch, right? Didn't you say you wanted to touch? Hello. You, you, you don't have no spirit. Feel again. And see if that ain't the softest thing you ever touched. Huh? Is that soft? That's all. Would you like to have a man like that? Just so. Huh? All right. Now, here's a fact. If your fingers are not soft, you will never feel softness. If your thoughts are not pure, you'll never see God. You don't touch. I promise it's the clean side. It's soft, eh? isn't it nice? We sell these in the cafe, I mean the bookstore. No, I tease it, we don't know that. The anointed. But, but seriously, if you had rough fingers, that wouldn't feel soft. If you had a rough attitude, you won't have no sweetness in your life. Hmm? Hmm? You don't feel my tissue? Hmm? <laughs> this your wife, girlfriend? No. Roommates, roommates. Your roommates? Roommates. Roommates. <laughs> I like you. Yeah. Our minds are going everywhere. You're just laughing. I like you. All right, roommates. All right. <laughs> Lord, you brought me to church to touch a tissue. And expose me. <laughs> okay, roommates. Just two of you, right? You have other roommates or just the two? Just the two of you. All right. All right. I good. I good. Your life is going to get sweet. Hmm? It's going to get sweet. Yes. Hmm? Your life is going to be sweet. Because both of y'all have had some rough experiences in your life. Is that true? No. Is that true? Yeah, for me. I like you. You're just honest. Hmm? You ain't had no rough experience? All right. See, listen, everybody here had rough experience. Sometimes that draws us together. Rough experiences.
We, we consoled each other, that type of thing, right? But both of your life is going to get sweeter. Hmm? You believe that? All right, you watch it, right? You watch. Hmm? Financial trouble is going to fix itself. Yeah. You have a vehicle? You have a vehicle? Do you have a vehicle? What's that? Do you have a vehicle? No. You don't have no vehicle? No. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You don't have no vehicle. I see a vehicle getting fixed. Yeah, well, I had a vehicle, but I sold it, so... He sold it. All right. I see one getting fixed. Mm. You have your eyes on another one? Yeah. Yeah. Uh -huh. <laughs> yes, I do. <laughs> All right. Does it need some fixing? Well, I think so. Yeah. You think so? Mm -hmm. All right. All right. See, some of this may be new to you this morning, but what do you care if your life changes? Amen. Amen. Because yeah. there's no exposing, nothing embarrassing here. This is just, just talk, talk, right? Yeah. All right. Your life is going to get smoother. Car going to come. Your life going to get back to where it needs to be. Amen. 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 Receive that? Amen. That's all I'm going to say to you, right? Thank yes. you. Yes. I'm not even going to put no salt or pepper or nothing on you, right? <laughs> <laughs> Nice to have you in service. Yeah. Hallelujah. What a beautiful day, isn't it? Yeah. It's awesome. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. You want my napkin? Yes. All right. <laughs> I made her day. Hallelujah. Don't you be worshiping that, you know. Burning candles to it or anything like that. It's creepy, you know. I'd I, I be, I be feeling hot in bed and you you running candles around that. Janice, is hot in here. Why is it so hot? I feel like I'm on fire. What if it's your flesh that makes God so trivial and so hard? Listen, when you believe God is loving and forgiving and understanding and knows what it's like to be tempted and you read your Bible with that attitude, you'd be surprised how the Word of God has life to it. He's not against you. Your flesh is against you because you're not perfect. Yes. Quit baby in the flesh this week. Whenever your flesh don't like you, leave it. <laughs> Say, Jesus, can I stay at your house tonight? <laughs> Me and my flesh had a fight. Well, truthfully, I just don't like my flesh anymore. Can I stay at your house tonight? It works. Have a blessed week.